Welcome again to the No Shit Show. My name's Conrad. I'm one of your co-hosts. I'm not wearing any pants. <laughs> pants. That's it. That's that's everything you need to know about me right now. Wait, wait. Are you not wearing pants, or is it like everything down there is gone? Hanging out. Okay, out. <laughs> it's like Rock free balling. Cock out. <laughs> oh. I think we'll need to have a trigger warning at the beginning of this episode. It's, uh, yeah, that that might be might be a good idea. So, anyways, no pain. Trigger warning: Conrad's cock is out. <laughs> That's okay. You couldn't see it any better if it were uh, live on video, anyway. So, <laughs> not very big around, but it's short. God damn it! Well, my name is Michelle. I am Conrad's co-host, and. There's really, I've used up all my factoids about myself, and unfortunately, I, well, fortunately, I am wearing pants right now, uh, because I know if I say I'm not wearing pants on this podcast, the rumor mill will start. So you're Debbie Downer. Cool. Yeah. I, 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 I do Debbie Downer well. So we've, we've kind of uh, established new ground rules for the show, and one thing that we're doing a little bit differently is we are going to have some reoccurring guests. One of them's not able to make it tonight, but we've got Trent Hall from Woke That One Dumb Bitch, Kimberly. Hi. How's it going? And, and Will Beer's not going to make it tonight, and Marion County Farmer on social media because he's out stripping for a living. And, and, stripping. <laughs> you know, I couldn't keep him off the pole, folks. <laughs> Trent, you want to introduce money. yourself? Make money. I'm sorry. That's okay. Yeah, like you said, Trent Hall from the great town of Wolkett. And, and Trent, what do you do? I farm with my father. Been farming for about 10, 12 years with me and dad. And get along good most of the time. You know, good old farming with your family. It has its ups and downs, but it's usually pretty good. Yeah, working with family is great until it's not. <laughs> uh, why do you think I live in Oregon? I don't know why you live in Oregon. That's a good question. Because of my former in-laws <laughs> and farming with them. <laughs> it's for all that legal heroin and stuff like that, right? No, there's a difference between legal and decriminalized. <laughs> a subtle difference, but it's yeah. there. What in Minnesota are you from, Kimberly? Um, I'm from the southeastern part. So I like to tell people that I'm from, like, quotation mark, the Mayo Clinic, because that's the biggest town that I could tell you that you would know where it was. Okay. Okay, very cool. Visit Rochester about every year. Yeah. Oh, well, next time you're in town, let me know, and we'll fucking hook up and get some drinks or something. Sounds good. Well, hook up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's not what I meant, Conrad. <laughs> I have a wife and a kid, Conrad. <laughs> I have a husband and a child, Conrad. Yeah, Sorry, Dad. Bring something up here. We said at the beginning of the show, before we recorded, that nobody was going to wear any pants. I don't have pants on. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, Trent? Yeah, I got pants on. Pussy. <laughs> okay, well, okay, so to clarify, Conrad, I'm wearing yoga leggings, so, and I know how you feel about oh them. Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, I don't know why you hate leggings so much. They suck. Anyway. <laughs> I'm sorry they didn't look good on you, but it doesn't mean you have to hate on them. Oh, they don't look good at anybody. I call bullshit. My husband disagrees. Yeah. My husband disagrees as well. I wonder how many husbands in the 1980s would have thought biker shorts were cool too, right? Yeah, put on those leg warmers, honey. You look fucking hot. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see what the dudes were wearing back then? Yeah, they thought that. 
no shit, those little denim shorty shorts. Oh, or the jogger shorts. <laughs> yeah, and those, like, the tube socks with the yes. stripes on the top. Like, straight, like, fucking... They went up to their knee. Like Napoleon Dynamite is the only thing that comes to mind. That's worst day of my life. Make fun of my sock. It's not cool anymore. <laughs> no. no. Stop being cool about. I can't wear those socks with my sandals. Oh my god, no. <laughs> Make sure they're tevas, you know. Oh my uh, goodness. Uh, Socks with sandals is way cooler than fucking leggings. Okay, or you, when I hear of socks and sandals, I think of like prison and like walking <laughs> around in your little prison slides. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is happening? You lost control of your podcast. Is everybody okay over there? Because it sounded like somebody swallowed a cock. <laughs> <laughs> That's a completely different noise. Okay, we'll get to that later. I don't think we will. I'll go ahead and do our ad for this week, and, and we're doing something a little different this time around. I'd like to give a shout-out to Wild Caballo Leather. Uh, check out what they have to offer as far as, like, leather products and all kinds of stuff. Uh, Wild Caballo Leather. Wild, C-A-B-A-L-L-O, leather dot uh, something. I don't know. Just type Etsy. Dot com. They, they've got some great products there. Handcrafted leather product. I don't know about like props and whips and shit, but I'm sure that's coming. Anyway. Um, so Taiki Coaching has been putting out some great videos. Like I'm not reading the actual ad and I'm sorry to our sponsor because I am driving. I mean, it's we're getting into the busy season for a lot of people. We're getting into planting and various things in the spring where they have busy. And this is where we stop taking care of our mental health. And Taiki Coaching can really help you out. She's been releasing some great videos that you can watch on YouTube. So check out Taiki Coaching, and uh, she can do online counseling if you need it. Sweet. That's awesome. I have been checking out those videos, uh, but I'm, I got to tell you. like her shirt, don't I you? Do, that's, I have not heard a word she said. <laughs> <laughs> She's so hot. <laughs> so we'll, I'll get it started on our first tweet, and it's from uh, Austin Longo. Longo for Liberty. And he says, felons who can't vote. Shouldn't pay taxes. Change my mind. He's an idiot. I don't. What? <laughs> my guess is the problem. Most of them, I, I don't even know. I, that's got me. Yeah, that's just so stupid. It's it's pretty dumb. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. I'm not gonna change his mind because if you think that that you're just that dumb and you're not gonna get your mind changed anyways. It's like he had a lobotomy right before he fucking typed that. You know. Yeah. On, even on a big election, we get half of the less than half of the voters out voting. I really don't think that voting is that much of a, what do you call it, um, incentive to anyone to stay out of trouble. So I'm not really sure if felons are even concerned about their rights to vote or the lack of rights to vote anymore. Because I know that's one of the things you lose once you become a felon. I'm not saying I necessarily agree with it. I think if you've done your time, you've, you've earned your rights back in some ways. Yeah, I'm not sure if people are really concerned about their right to vote anymore. Like They like to talk about it, but they don't actually go out and do it. Fair enough. I don't know. I think that it just, I can't even comment on it right now because I don't under, I don't understand completely. You have to understand. I have two college degrees, but like when it comes to like taxes and money like that, I have a really weird philosophy about it. That's all right. I don't know. Should felons, felons can't vote, shouldn't pay taxes. But the law is pretty clear. Yeah. Okay. But why can't felons vote though? Because because they, they like, committed a felony. You supposedly give up like a lot of different rights. You're not supposed to have your rights to firearms anymore. Um, 
I forget what other rights you give up. Yeah, I, I get the right to the firearms and stuff, but it hasn't made sense to me either why they never get to vote. To me, I think it's like if we are, if the whole point of going to prison and, and getting a, a, a conviction is to rehabilitate them, shouldn't we start giving them some of their rights back at some point if they are doing what they should be yeah. doing? I, I think it's ridiculous to punish someone lifelong for, you know, maybe their felony was, you know, selling marijuana back in 1988 and now it's legal. Like, why are they being punished? Now, obviously, if someone, you know, went on a mass shooting spree, they can rot somewhere. They don't need those rights back. But Well, you know, it's a gray area. When you start talking about um, where do you draw the line as to what's a felony, what isn't, what can be, what kind of grace period you could have if you only sold drugs and you can't vote for 10 years. But if you kill 10 people, you can't ever vote. I mean, and there's a lot in between there, right? I mean, it's not just that black and white. There's a whole lot of nuance there. And then the flip side of it is with habeas corpus. You know, you referenced a guy that, you know, sold marijuana in 1988 and it's legal. Marijuana is legal today. Well, if I did something that is was legal in 1988, I wouldn't want to. Uh, and it wasn't legal today, I wouldn't want to be punished for it. You know what I mean? Like, I see how you can have one without the other. I don't I don't think you can do that. It kind of skipped out for me a little bit there, but honestly, I would say this is one of the errors in our, or the problems with our judicial system is, you know, somebody who does a crime like that, which I'm not going to say is victimless, but it's definitely a lot different than, say, capital murder, you know, but they're all judged as felons. I mean... Maybe we separate in the classes, whatever. I just, I, I, you know, there's still people, they still have rights. And I don't believe that all rights should be taken away indefinitely because if, especially if it was just one in one right. felony. Like a and change, they like they changed their life. Their death society. Well, okay. Yeah. I disagree. Fuck them. <laughs> okay, Conrad. <laughs> <laughs> I used to be like you. I, I used to be that way. And then. You're not even that I, old. I have softened in my elderly I'll be honest. <laughs> I think the I think that the right to vote should be a hell of a uh, lot more stringent than what it is. I mean, you should have to be able to pass a basic aptitude test to be able to vote. Because there's a lot of dumb motherfuckers out there that vote. Let's be honest. Okay? And I, I'm sorry, but stupid people shouldn't be selecting <laughs> our leaders. So if you're stupid, I apologize. Well, I like... I'm not going to say I agree to that extent, but like for me, like it's frustrating when issues that affect only like property owners and landowners, how everyone votes on it, but well, it's going to be attacked just for so they have to that for portion them. of the population. Exactly. Okay, let's, uh, so let's move on. I like this post by Michelle Wee, and I'm not going to read that entire post, but basically she's saying she had photos taken of her at the U.S. Open, and, you know, it was apparently those photos were looking up her skirt. Is that correct? Yeah, the camera angle, they were as she was bending over, the yeah. camera angle yep. just kind of got up her skirt, and you saw the built-in short. Yeah, and, so um, this, this Politician, I guess, made a creepy comment about uh, person it. Person or whoever responded um, said, "Michelle, you got it wrong." He said the press was taking pictures because your skirt was so short, and that when you bent over, they showed whatever they is. That's all. Next time, wear something longer. So men with girls want to see that. I wouldn't want my daughter wearing skirts that short, in my humble opinion. I'm going to go first on this one, and I'll, I'll just go ahead and say it. Then talk to your fucking daughter about not wearing skirts that short and leave the rest of us alone, dumb fuck. Okay? There's a thought. Um, worry about your own shit. I like, I like short skirts. I think all women's sports should be, women should be dressed hotter than fuck. <laughs> 
Well, here's the thing. It's like th- those golfs. I know what she's talking about. That's not even a skirt. It's a skort. Like, it's a combination skirt, short. So it was really like she's just wearing shorts. And no, the, I know, like, they're, they're longer than the volleyball shorts my daughter has to wear on her volleyball team. And it's just, again, blaming the female because some guy either can't keep his creepy comments to himself or, you know, you feel this guy thinks he has control over what his daughters are going to do his own life. And I guarantee his daughters are going to be wearing short shorts one day. Did you ever go to a high school volleyball game? Wait, yeah. And why? To watch the competition. Sure you did. (laughs) 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 Uh, Apparently this guy wanted to go back to the days like the 1930s where the LPGA players wore full-length, you know, dresses. Oh, good God. I mean, like like Michelle said, they're shorts basically underneath the skirt. I mean, Michelle we even right. says that in the uh, – people are just looking for something to complain about. Well, that's what the Internet's for. Kimberly, what do you think? Well, I just don't understand. If she has a fucking skirt on, her lady fucking parts are covered, so why does it matter if the goddamn short showed? Yeah. I mean, what parts? <laughs> like, I'm just saying, like, it could have been worse. She could have been parasol and getting out of a limo. Well, I mean, that's, and just. That's what I'm like. I'm picturing the way this guy describes it. It's like, you know, he looked up the skirt and saw Dumbo or something. <laughs> you know, the <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, that's the thing. Say the daughter wants to play golf and she goes and looks up these this skirt on like Nike's website. I think that's who Michelle's sponsor is. She's going to see that that is going to see that it's not like just a short skirt. Okay, but here's the thing though. Why are you going to tell your daughter that she can't wear it when, you know, I don't know how old they are, but you can't turn it into like a sexual thing. Like that's what's the styles that are on the racks and stuff like that too. You have to do what you have to do. You know, so here's something that I'm going to comment on and and it's a little frustrating so wanting to enjoy you know the attractiveness of someone else doesn't necessarily mean it's right i mean there is a difference and i i think if women sports if they're able to use that to their advantage um then why the hell not i mean let's face it let's look back on men's sports in the 1980s what you know when you think about Trent, uh, you know, if you collected sports cards uh, in the 80s and 90s, you know, one of the most popular sports cards ever at the time was Bo Jack's hands, you know, hands draped over the bat wearing a pair of shoulder pads in, in black and white yep. with no shirt on. Okay. Now, you know, it, he looked like a million bucks and everybody wanted that card. And how is that not also kind of a sexualized or whatever it is? I mean, they're using his attractiveness his form, his physique, to sell cards, to promote the sport. Side note. <laughs> it's it's like one of the most cards? famous posters ever. I'm sure you can find it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's because yeah, he's a dude. Dude. and Dudes and are allowed to so, show things off. I feel like there's a double standard. And I think that it should be fine. I mean, why watch women's softball? I can tell you why. You know, um, women's volleyball, same thing. I think the WNBA should do more. I mean, I think they could become more popular. I understand they want to do it on the virtue of their skill alone, and they've got great skill. Don't get me wrong. 
but use the assets you have. I mean, it's entertainment, right? That's what we're talking about, right? But we have and to sex prove sells. ourselves that we don't need our sex to do it because it, if it, it's like if I air a self or show a selfie about myself on Facebook, I'm an attention whore trying to communicate what I really do. I'm just trying to get attention. So the same thing for a female athlete. They're not allowed to exude sexuality, even though we are all sexual beings, because you have those well, small-minded individuals who carry on. Well, that, that leads us right into our next tweet. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say the ad of this person, but a fucking bomb on the street. Um, you know, the tweet, the post says, uh, "Happy International Women's Day to all you amazing." non-attention-seeking women out there. Y'all rock. To all you attention, and then spaces out the word Trying to get around Twitter censors. Yeah, because it doesn't want to get whatever. Um, This isn't your day. Sit this one out. (laughs) And I guess, you know, I I asked the question the next day, and I still don't understand. What is the, what is an attention for? On any kind of media. I, social media, whatever it is, any kind of media people are consuming. I, I guess what I'm saying is, do people put out posts and do people put out media hoping they don't get attention? I mean, do networks that that you know have TV shows? Do they ever have a TV show that they're like, you know what? I hope this one tanks in the meals because we we don't want anyone watching. You know, we're just doing it out of the goodness of our heart because we're. We're amazing non-attention season. I mean, do you understand how fucking stupid <laughs> I sound right now? <laughs> um, um, you're going to have to pass on me for a second because I just spilled all over myself. Okay. Can we get, was it on, did you get some on your face? <laughs> <laughs> Why is that the only thing you care about? Um, okay, Michelle, uh, go think, ahead. You know, I've kind of been pondering this tweet for a long time because the, the individual I have a long history with and, and people know how I feel and they know I do my best to just avoid this individual altogether. But I think the irony of that is that was the biggest attention seeking tweet. Like, look at me, look at me. I am such a badass talking shit about women while holding up real women, whatever real is. That it was just kind of funny. He's trying to bash women for being attention seeking when that was an attention seeking tweet itself. Vir- virtue. No, oh, it's yeah. virtue seeking. Oh, yeah. And the they, uh, they have that little audience who loves that. I honestly liked it because it spoke to me like I was an attention <laughs> whore. So I liked it in spite of myself. <laughs> oh, uh, that's Trent. just, I mean, I just saw who made the tweet and was considered the source. And that's the pot, a lot, that, huh? that is the pot calling the kettle black. <laughs> oh, I know. And, like, I I really try not to, like, bring attention to this person because that's what they want. And, like, he's going to be stroking it when he realizes he's on this podcast. And, you know, he'll be tweeting how useless and everyone is. But I won't see it because he's blocked and muted on my side. So when you same here. Guess what, guys? I'm like the spy because I still follow him. When you see, like, the content of his tweets, it's very, I mean, he actually projects that that is who he is. That is who he is. The constant selfies, like, oh, look at me, you know, and bouting ideas that really have no no fact behind it or anything. So I don't care that. And that's the whole point of social media. media. Everyone wants attention. That's why you're on it. Yeah, right. Definitely. I mean, there are people on social media that never post Mm -hmm. and just lurk. 
Oh yeah, and that's okay. I mean, there's nothing that's wrong. That's me on TikTok. <laughs> so I, I don't have any, you know. And as far as him seeking attention, I mean, I don't know. He's the resident mental health expert in agriculture, so um, I think that you know he can do whatever he wants. <laughs> That won't make anybody mad. <laughs> you just gotta stir that fucking pot, don't you, Conrad? Oh, oh I, I, what, I think what bothers me is, you know, this is a person that every single female online tries to be their friend and then stabs them in the back as soon as they realize the woman won't take their shit. And I'm worried that it's gonna get dangerous and creepy at some point. The problem is, is that I don't, <laughs> you know, and and that's my biggest. Like, and here's, I'll give you an example. Like, this past week, I had somebody tell me to act better and that I was their friend and then block me in the very next week. And I'm like, that's social media in a nutshell. You know, you don't get any more shallow. And I don't know. I just, I don't associate with people like that in real life. And I don't know why I would on the internet. I guess it's harder to understand people. You know, it's it's harder to notice that about someone versus being around them in real life. You know, I took that and I was like, yeah, your idea of friendship and my idea of friendship are way yeah. fucking different. And, you know, I don't, uh, and I just don't care. I mean, you know, as far as people that I dislike or what they do or what they don't do or but they, I, I just don't give a shit anymore. I'm worried about the people that I'm close with and am friends with and my business and my kids. And that's it. For that, I'm out of give a So, And I don't care that, like, what I see on social media is a lot of people get jealous about someone mm-hmm. succeeding. Like, everybody wants to use that as leverage. You know, I've had this said to me so many times. Oh, your shitty little podcast. Yes, it's a shitty little podcast. It's always the go-to insult now. When someone's after either you or I, well, your shitty podcast. Well, you know about it, don't you? <laughs> yeah, you you've heard of me though, right? <laughs> right. And I I just look at it and I go, you know, look, we have a, a pretty loyal following that listens every week, and if that's all it ever is, or every two weeks or whatever it is, then I'm fine with that. And I don't know why more people can't just find being who they are. I mean, are there? Are, do I have friends that have successful podcasts? Do we all have friends that have successful social media? I mean, we sat, you know, at the table, uh, Trent, uh, in Indiana with uh, Aaron Holbert, who's done a phenomenal job with her yeah, social media, yeah. right? Are any of us as popular as Aaron? No. Does that mean that we have to hate on Aaron because she's more popular? I don't know why. I don't understand that. I mean, Aaron's a nice... I mean, what I'm saying is, even if she wasn't a nice person, it, it has nothing to do with me. You know what I mean? And I don't know why people can't their arms around that. Just be happy with who mm-hmm. you are. It's okay if you're not the biggest or the greatest or the most important or get the most likes or have the most follows or... None of that shit is... That's all arbitrary bullshit, okay? It's... it's. Do you like who you are? And I like who I am. And I like doing this show. I like group that we've kind of built around this show. And it, it's great. And I enjoy it. And I guess... Well, I think that's the crux of it. You reached it is that people that are unhappy with themselves really have to try and beat up others to make themselves feel better. Yeah. And that's what it comes down to. You know, and, and that's fine. I, you know, I guess if that's their thing, they just need to stay out of my life. Yep. That's all. Um, and, I, and I'm happy to stay out of theirs. That makes you a pussy, though. So, okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm okay. I'm perfectly fine with being a pussy. 
makes no no difference to me. Let's do Keith Nystrom's here. <laughs> Trent, do you want to uh, give me one second? That? So to tell tell the audience what's going on, I am driving. I ended up having to drive to Yakima. So I am usually in charge of the tweets. <laughs> so I kind of like let everyone else read the tweets this time. And as you can see, it's going. Yeah, it's going well. awesome. You said Keith Nystrom. <laughs> yeah, I got it. He uh, okay. had a quote tweet talking about Twitter that is, says Twitter is developing an anti-troll mode called safety mode. It will automatically block accounts that are spammy, use insults, strong language, or hateful remarks. And his response was, I see Conrad must be making waves again. <laughs> yeah, I gotta say, if that's true, my <laughs> Oh, I got ratioed the fuck out of today. I made a smart-ass little comment on a post about there was a, a lady who got a really racist remark on a subway, and I watched all the videos, you know, and then she went on and promoted her business and her sister's business after it went viral. And I just made a comment, you know, that I was like, it's always tacky when someone promotes their business after a tweet goes viral. And the person responded, you know, well, it's always tacky that we don't do something about racism. And I got, like, ratioed the fuck <laughs> out of it. It's awful. Um, everybody gets trolled. Yeah, trolling, like, reading some of the trolls is, like, half the fun of Twitter. Oh, yeah. There's one of the... Oh, for sure. And you're one of the biggest trolls I've ever met, (laughs) Frank. Oh, no, no, no. No, you and and Doug Miller, I swear to God, will show up at the damnedest times to make you... And, and like, hit you with the... Yeah, there's the little shiv. We walk up with the shiv and... Back. Oh my god! I'm like fuckers. Fuckers, fuckers. You just gotta be quick-witted. Yeah, you gotta be quicker than that, Conrad. That's right. Okay, Kim, you want to read the one about FFA? Um, yeah, I sure can when I find it. With, with okay, it says FFA seems like an anti. I can't read that. What is that word? Antiquated. Thank you concept it's not like back in the old days when a family had 12 kids to work on the farm i think rural kids would have would be better served with activities to prepare them for life beyond the farm and that's from at trukb22 and he's a friend of the show okay Uh, can i start okay so i want to like preface this that he did change his opinion after this tweet but i think it's a good one to discuss because it does approach some of like the uh, misconceptions and stereotypes uh, about FFA. Now, I think it's kind of funny that Calvin this week, like or last week, tweeted that FFA is a cult. And, and I will yeah. definitely agree with that a little bit after being an ag teacher for years and my kids being involved. It's a little bit cultish, but anytime you have a group with a common, common goal, it turns out that way. And so I, I want to say that he did change his opinion. But I think it's a good tweet to talk about, and I'm going to let you guys all talk about it. Well, Trent, you I, go ahead. I do get what he's saying, but I would say that he doesn't know much about what FFA is now. I mean, a lot of it is preparing you for stuff outside the farm. I mean, yeah. one, my favorite one is when people come back and call it the future Farmers of America. For sure. It hasn't been called that since the 80s. It's been the national FFA organization right. oh, I tweeted that. since the 80s. Mm-hmm. Because they know they've expanded yep. to more than just the farm. I tweeted that years ago. I got so much hate from some people. Like, you don't know what you're talking about. No, I wasn't an Yeah, we went. I mean, I was four years in FFA. <laughs> My brother was our chapter president. My sister president for a year. So we're we're deeply rooted in the FFA. Oh, wow. So I, I can see where certain people are coming from with it, but... It, it helped me out a lot. And it has, it has changed and adapted over the years to do yep. all kinds of different stuff. 
So I was in FFA for years and it taught me a lot of my like life skills. Like I don't, I think there's just a common misconception between FFA and like what people think that it is. I think it's for lack of educating people about like what the program does. I agree. I agree with that. When I was an agriculture teacher and I'm kind of seeing it now with my own family, that if you do have a family that it's like, they farm a lot. It's actually harder for them to be heavily involved in the FFA. Pretty much all my kids do is attend the meetings and, you know, do as much as they can do so they can show their animals. Because we have so much work we're always doing on our own property. We just don't have time for the extra stuff. And so, and that's how it was when I was an ag teacher. Like we had some lack of better term, mega farmers in Yolo County where I used to, I used to teach and those kids didn't have time to be involved. But what my biggest group of students were was usually urban and suburban kids who were looking for a place to be and they wanted to feel involved in something and they wanted to know what it was like to be in agriculture because they were removed and it gave them a chance to you know work in the greenhouse it gave them a chance to raise an animal it gave them a lot of public speaking and job skills and you know we don't need as many farmers as we used to need. I mean, every year we need less and less. A farmer grow more food. But what we still do need is a lot of people coming into the agricultural industry. And that is the whole goal of what FFA and ag education is, is to help people come into the industry and feel comfortable and get some leadership and job skills out of it. And so, yeah, back in the 1920s, when it was founded, it was farm kids getting together, showing off their stuff and, and, and proving the farm. But now it's it's so much more and encompasses so much more. And I would honestly say that when I was an ag teacher, most of my job wasn't even ag related anymore or farm related. So when I was a section president at FFA, I got to attend a conference called the ICCVSO. And I have no idea what the fuck that stands for. But what I do know is that a third of the people there were from FFA and the others were from other various youth organizations mostly from urban areas like future business leaders of america things like that and the thing people don't realize or appreciate and this is kind of speaks to the urban rural divide as well you know you go to a high school that like my roommate in college went to a high school that had 1500 kids okay so uh, an organization within that high school like business leaders that you know didn't compete with other schools on public speaking things like that yeah, they had a good wealth of competition within that school itself. Yeah, they didn't need you know to develop those skills, to develop uh, meeting skills, public speaking skills, parliamentary procedure skills, any research skills, record keeping skills, all those things they could do and have very good competition within that school. Now, fast forward to a school that's got 120 kids the competition sucks. Okay, let's just be honest. Yep. So the thing that FFA does and, and 4-H does and some of these other organizations and really sports too, okay, is it allows you to pick that school that's 120 but you've got 12 schools in that district. Now you've improved to close to, you know, 13, 1,400 kids, okay? Now you've got some competition. Now you get the green rising to the top and whoever yep. comes out the way. Now you've got the skill development increases with competition in anything, whether it's wrestling, which, you know, Mr. Bobo loves, or it's basketball, often sports fan, or it's or it's public speaking for that matter. Competition 
will improve everything. And I think that's the one thing people don't realize about the Bay and they get lost. And maybe Apple Bay will do a great job of advertising that, promoting that, is the fact that they're developed skills beyond agriculture or that can be applied in other avenues, other careers. And that's something that goes very appreciated about FFA. I mean, I would say there is a lot of, uh, yeah, I mean, you could, you could pin that to a little bit. You know, you, you everybody reads the same uh, thing at the beginning of a meeting, blah, 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 you know, but no more, not more so than churches are called. Everything starts to Come on. Yeah, exactly. Let's stop, let's stop kidding ourselves. You know, that doesn't mean it's bad. We have a cult right here. It's a yeah, cult following. A cult. <laughs> it is a cult following. Yes, that's exactly right. We're a cult following. But I think in the and end, I'm okay with Conrad, that. what you're saying is all those things that the kid, farm kid or not, they, they end up not pursuing agriculture. That's okay with the FFA organization. And those kids have gotten right. skills that will help them no matter where they are. And one of the things my former students, when I, and I get contacted a few times a year, that the public speaking and leadership skills that they've learned have helped them advance in their careers, like as an accountant, as, you know, as a manager at a grocery chain, whichever, that it's really helped them. I'm going to read this next one, and it's from a, a friend of the show, at Angus underscore buyer. Jake here posted, uh, they kind of quote tweeted it with me and Calvin Vogel, are we okay? And it's, uh, it's from IFL Science, man hospitalized... <laughs> After putting 15 hard-boiled eggs up his anus. Uh, and I got to I'm really surprised that this isn't the same person that was upset about attention-seeking whores. <laughs> I just wonder if this person, person was like some sort of furry and was in a sex play or something, you know, and playing, pretending to be a chicken or an ostrich or something. <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, that's a lot of eggs to get up your anus when you think about it. I mean, I don't even. How many <laughs> eggs do you think you can get in your vagina? Cam? I'm not answering that. The answer is zero because uh, she's smart enough not to try. <laughs> Yeah, I just don't feel like that. Although that's a I thing. guess you're gonna use like Gwyneth Paltrow's egg, you know, that she sells, you know, that rock egg. Okay, well that's different. What about ping pong balls? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Okay, well I just <laughs> trying to think, trying to think about things we can Conrad, do later. <laughs> how, how many can you shove up your? Yeah, what's you what, what's your uh, prison wall? Yeah, how possibly? many can you put up your butthole? Mind my own fucking beeswax. <laughs> oh. Are they brown eggs or white eggs? I don't think it really matters, They're does Easter it, Conrad? Eggs. Easter eggs all brightly colored. Oh. So we know we can put numbers on them, so when they come out, we know that there's still one in there. It would depend greatly on how long I had to keep them inside the egg. You would have to. Four hours. Oh, my God. We're not... We're not we're not getting into this you right know. now. <laughs> cool, cool hand Luke here uh, of the anus. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot even believe that that's a thing. Yeah, have you seen Cool Hand Luke? He eats fifty <laughs> eggs. I think it'd be harder to get fifty eggs in your anus if I'm being honest. But I'm not saying it can't be done. Uh, like you just like <laughs> we're talking about eating eggs, and all I can think of is they came out of someone's well, butt hole. Like, 
And that person is popping them like well, Pez. <laughs> like, you know where it's coming from. There's an argument there. <laughs> yes, Conrad. The vegans think it's coming out of their asshole anyway. Yeah, I don't know. I've met a few people that I could have stomped 50 eggs in their asshole. Jesus, that's really aggressive. <laughs> okay, so here's a hot topic. And this is from a friend of the show, uh, James Schroeder. And he says, uh, we get to book burning already. Or would it be better to admit history is full of imperfect humans and use the lessons of those imperfections to improve the future? Nah, too much to, too much nuance. Brain hurty. Let's bury our heads in the sand, in the in the fire ashes, and bomb the Middle East. Um, okay, so he went off on a little bit of a thing. Uh, basically, the you know the thrust of this is. I'm interested to hear what you guys have to say. Uh, you know, there's been a lot of cancel culture here in 2021. And recently, we've seen, you know, Dr. Seuss, which uh, I'll let you guys expound on the expertise of that. But Dr. Seuss being canceled and then, you know, Pepe Le Pew and Speedy Gonzalez being canceled from um, Warner Brothers. So what what do you guys think? about these things being canceled. I fucking hate Dr. Seuss books. If I had to read one fish, two fish, three fish, four, one more time in my life, I would scream. So I'm all for canceling Dr. Seuss just because I, I really don't like his stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I was a Shel Silverstein I, I literally person. read I, those I was books. a Shel Silverstein person. I like his stuff better. But yeah, I've never been too into Dr. Seuss. Like, people get so excited over the Grinch and all that. I'm like, oh. Dude, the Grinch is a classic. <laughs> I, I'm not a big fan of it, so <laughs> yeah, I know. You got to remember, I'm a preschool teacher, I know, I know. so you get to read a lot. <laughs> Doctor Seuss is my man. Yeah, no, yeah, and I think it goes back to my like I hate teaching little kids. I teach high schoolers for a reason, and I know think people think high schoolers are scary, but no, they're predictable. Little kids scare me. You don't know what's on their hands. You don't know what's gonna come out of their butt. You don't know if it's on their hands. So, like, anything to do, to do with teaching little kids like Dr. Seuss, no, no, I, I can't cancel it. I'm good. <laughs> On Read Across America Day, all I did for, like, an hour was read Dr. Seuss books. I didn't talk the rest of the day. <laughs> I would be a raging alcoholic if I had to read Dr. Seuss all day. <laughs> it wasn't too bad, actually. Well, you know, and, like, the rational side of me, you know, here's what I really think. Obviously, it was, like, there's, like, oh, Dr. Seuss was canceled. There's only a few of his books, and honestly think. I think it was a publicity stunt. Let's say we're going to cancel these books that no one fucking reads anyway. Because they're like obscure books. I didn't even hear four of them in my life. And they're like, we're going to say we're going to cancel them. We're not going to and like get people wanting them. I mean, what gets people wanting to read a book? Make it a banned book. It was a marketing scam. And it worked. <laughs> I was with Michelle on that Interesting. one. Interesting. At, at first, I thought it was all Dr. Seuss. I mean, I put out a tweet about it saying how stupid it was. And then reading about it, I'm like... I've never even heard Mm-mm. of any of these six books that got canceled. So, yeah, it was definitely a publicity stunt. Mm-hmm. I guarantee they're going to be redrawn, yep. edited, and they're going to be out on the market again. Well, I think the what triggered it all was Joe Biden not um, you know, having Dr. Seuss on some read across America list. Like anybody knew, you know, like everybody was just sitting around. When When's the president going to come out with that read across America list? Because we need to... We need to analyze that pretty good. I mean, nobody gave a fuck until Dr. Seuss's name wasn't on it. And then it, and then all this, you know, broke loose. And then with the cartoon characters, I think it was down to LeBron James not having... I don't have an issue with LeBron. I don't give a fuck about LeBron. Peppy Le Pew and the 
Space Jam 2. Fuck you, LeBron. You're a fucking pussy. Get the fuck out of here. And then, you know, I don't know where I've heard about Speedy Gonzalez. I don't think Speedy was canceled, but people started to worry he was going to be. Because I was going to say, you know, I I have a lot of Latino, Mexican family members that think Speedy Gonzalez is fucking hilarious. So, you know, but I'm I'm sure they're the only Mexicans in the whole goddamn world that aren't offended by Speedy. Uh, TikTok Uh, is full of a lot of Hispanic men, I've noticed, offending Speedy. (laughs) So I... You know, what I get a kick out of when these arguments come online is the people that take the time to research and argue the finer points. Like, and they get all, like, they get all proud of themselves and, like, all important about it. They're like, well, actually, what happened was we, uh, we only canceled these five books and, and uh, Dr. Seuss isn't really canceled. And, and I'm like, you know what, fucking bitch, why do you, why do you give a fuck what other people think? Or what they think is canceled or isn't canceled. I mean, what what good is your tweet going to do to solve the problem? Give the kid, let them go off fucking social media. Everybody acts like their next tweet is the one that's going to change the world. Well, here's a little newsflash for you. It's not. <laughs> Nobody cares. Nobody gives a fuck about you. Nobody cares what you think. Put your arms around that. You're good. We've forgotten to joke a, a joke around as a culture like that. You can completely understand that the real intent behind something but still make a hyperbolic joke about it yeah but people can't like and there was a tweet this week like it was comparing WAP to to dr seuss books and it was it was funny and it was a joke but so many people just missed the point of the joke and decided to either be offended or just explain why what was really going on and so sometimes you laugh people you gotta laugh we need a social media site that is just for fucking that's what I was going to say with your phone that's called Instagram and, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. and you know unimpl- like look uh, I'm driving my car look uh, I- I've been a tracker isn't that like Snapchat yeah, I don't know no, that's just, for boobs you know and and the, and the <laughs> okay we'll go we'll go off about any drama that so I'm like, you know what? I would just prefer to see the. Well, then get on, get on par. Not your stupid fucking sunset pictures. <laughs> <laughs> you oh you can't, God. or can you? I don't know. I yeah. think that's what parlor is. Is probably shitty sunset what? pictures. <laughs> what the fuck is parlor? It was where all well, the uh, the uh, the uber conservative people went after the elections. They were mad. Um, I also get a kick out of, you know, there's what, there's a whole bunch of new social media sites out there. One where you literally just talk, like there's no typing or pictures. You literally are just talking. Like, and I get a kick out of people that they jump on every new social media app that comes out. Mm-hmm. Like, they want to be the first one there. They've got to get, I've got to get my name. Uh, somebody will take my name. Who gives a yank if somebody takes your name? I give a yank. Really I just don't claim my name and then I don't ever look at it again. <laughs> so why? What do you care? Because I don't want someone speaking as if they're me and putting something out there that can get me fired from my job. Well, you can just say that's not... I mean, but they could literally do anything to to do that. I mean, they don't need your ass to, to necessarily... <laughs> Conrad, let me say, think I have some control over my life. Shit. Okay. <laughs> I get criticized for this online, and it's uh, I oversimplify things. 
you know, maybe, I don't know. I'm pragmatic, which means everyone's an asshole but me. And I just, I look at some of this stuff and I'm like, I don't, I don't get it. You know, I'm not going to download an app and claim an at on it so somebody else doesn't get at Conrad No Show or at Smith Ag Conrad. Well, for me, because it like, already what, happened what on Twitter, though. And so for me, it, it's it's a competition. You have to understand, I have some British dude who tried, who took my name. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, and so for me, it's honestly just beating him on different things so he doesn't try and claim it there because he tweets some dumbass shit. And I really don't want him tweeting dumbass shit or, you know, like, you don't tweet on any other social media site. You know what I mean. So I need to maybe, take some control. Maybe that's why I don't care because my tweets and posts are already so despicable, awful, that I don't have to worry about that. You know what's awesome? I have a three-year-old tweet that went huge on TikTok this week. I saw that. <laughs> I mean, I that's that. how unoriginal the world is. They just took my shit from Twitter, slapped it on a on a video on TikTok, and it went viral again. And it wasn't even me, but uh, well, let's do one more, and this one's very important to me. And it's from uh, Luminary Wings of Love. Oh, I love stop this one. Stop masturbating to spiritual people <laughs> if you don't have consent. <laughs> we can see you, heal you. And our guides will also tell us your name. So I don't know if this chick knows it, but I have like totally drained myself this week on that tweet alone. Oh my god. Oh, I know Jason Momoa must not get any rest. <laughs> he must not, man. I mean, who? Did you, need, did you ask permission to beat off to someone? <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I got nothing. I'm on this one. Go ahead. What do you think? Chad's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, I'm going. Uh, wife listens to the podcast, huh? <laughs> 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 oh. My favorite favorite Valentine's Day meme I've ever seen is this, if you've ever jerked off to me, you owe me a Valentine's Day present. And I and I used to post God that damn every it, year. you just stole that. I was totally gonna say that. <laughs> I would be one broke son of a bitch. <laughs> oh. oh I'd be better off giving Valentine's presents to people I haven't jerked off. <laughs> <laughs> so I I don't know. I think that's I think that's Seriously, that was a great tweet, and I mean, honestly, like, I didn't 100% disagree with her, but she blocked me when I tagged you with it. <laughs> I just thought that was funny. I know, but she didn't block me because she knows she knows she's okay. Wanting, so, I, like, for know, me, like, you know, you do have those creepers in the world that like to let you know later that they jerked off to you, and you're like, yeah, okay, that's, that's weird. weird. So, maybe, like, if you plan on telling them later, maybe you should ask for permission to begin with, <laughs> but I'm not sure, like how a spiritual person, I think everyone is spiritual in their own way. You know, I, maybe that's why, like, I dream of, like, at night, like, maybe that's why I dream about that person. Maybe they're, like, jerking off to me. Who knows? But I really don't think the oh, world goes God. that way. Okay, so serious uh-huh. question. What about if, like, I know there's a group chat out there that hates on me, and sometimes when I'm jerking off, I pretend like it's in the middle of their group chat when I blow my load? <laughs> It is so fucked that's just up, dog Conrad. Ass. That's, like, that's just like that's like a male dog peeing on every other dog in the past. It's like it's like. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, I hope my mom does not listen this week. <laughs> oh. 
Oh my goodness. I have almost tweeted that so many times and then thought better of it, you know, and I'm like, no, I'll make some people really upset. Well, I think that goes but, back to now, the whole attention horse things. It's probably women who did not appreciate being the subject of masturbatory habits. I think that that's a show for this week. We covered a lot of tweets. We did. Sorry that we didn't get to have Will on. Uh, we'll catch up with him I miss soon, his I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Me too. But Trent, no uh, thanks for coming on. And Kim, thank you for coming on. And Michelle, always, it's great to, you know, talk with you. Yep. All right. <laughs> thanks, everybody.